So it's baseball season again. What can I say, right? Right around uh, that time of year where everything is starting fresh. Everything's new, as it were. Uh, At least for me, right? So apologies in advance. So I'm thinking about hitting again. Just had a conversation with a good friend that has been on the seat lot before, AJ Jackson. I'm definitely going to have to have him on to have this discussion because, again, I laugh in a sense. Um, because I've just again been back out a couple of years and he's we've always argued about sports we've talked about games we've talked about hitting we've talked about talked to each other about our respective approaches to hitting um, our mindset of hitting and the conversation we just had basically ended with neither one of us probably realizing the full potential of our hands and not having access to what some of these kids have access to today. Because I know I give a lot of stuff sometimes to the analytical part of the game. It should exist. It should exist more than it has um, or more than it did in my career, I believe. But I still don't believe it's an end-all, be-all. But you laugh in one sense on, um, let's just use someone like Chris Davis, right? Um, When people look at him, they say he steps in the bucket okay well again he had I'm not sure if he finished with 38 he may have finished with 40 home runs last night last year forgive me for not knowing but I know he had over 35 home runs and 100 RBIs and he does step in the bucket but we know for sure that the A's was one of the first teams to go along the mindset thinking anyways uh growth mindset versus fixed mindset um drafting players with potential and that really had a growth mindset not a fixed mindset they drafted they made uh, player acquisitions that way and that's what they were using through that whole money ball era we're spending less money but guess what we're doing we're developing baseball players and i mean look at their track record it's pretty darn good no they don't have all the world series titles in the last 10 20 years right it doesn't matter to me i talk to you guys about that all the time right um, just because you lose in the championship, yes, you are first loser. You took second place. But valuable information and data and analytical data, right, has been now presented for you to use that, you know, we were results-based. I was just talking to AJ about that. Oh, you got a hit. You hit a home run. Awesome. Work on this. Work on that. Well, to the credit of the A's and Chris Davis, why not hunt for your pitch until you have to become a defensive hitter, right? And you hear people talk about it all the time, but how do you really become that? Because there were times in my career, and I'm sure the career of many others that have played the game of baseball where we're going good, and then there's times when we're not going so good. What are we doing during those times of struggling, right? Um, There's all kind of things baseball players try to do, attempt to do. um, There's tradition tied to how you get out of a slump in baseball, right? But what do you really do? If I'm honest with you, I didn't really know aside from hop on a tee, get in a cage, come in early and hit, which is all beneficial. But I was talking to some of the guys I was working with last night at Best Speed, and I'm telling them, get something out of what you are doing, right? You don't want to have workouts where your parents are driving you to a workout, 
for two hours. You have homework to do, possibly before or after. Be about your business, right? We all have access to the same things, the same 24 hours in a day, the same three to four hours after you get out of school or after you get out of work. What are you doing with that time? Seriously. Some of it could be dedicated to baseball. Some of it could be dedicated to life or both at the same time if it's something that you desire to do because there's a lot of other people that they're really spending six to eight hours a day on baseball and they're getting really good at it but now that you do have access to you know what in two old counts you swung at a breaking ball in the dirt 35 percent of the time what if you could make a dent into that 35 percent of the time that you swang on 2-0 with a bad pitch that you could have been 3-0 and either gotten on base and raise your on base percentage by taking a walk or getting to 3-1 in another's hitters counts right you get into another you were in 2-0 you took a bad pitch because it wasn't in your zone we've trained you you worked on not swinging at the ball down because you hit the ball middle up very well to all fields so we don't want you hitting the ball on the ground right now that's where I get certain things, but the league will catch up eventually. They have scouting reports. They have data that they can use. So the more and more I sit and I think about hitting and what it takes to become a better hitter, one, again, in a growth mindset, you don't look at failure per se as failure unless you're fine determining or defining that term as I can learn by not getting the job done. I've told all the guys on my team this year that are getting ready to go to high school next year before. I consider this next two to three, almost four months that we're going to spend together for you. Think of it as practice. That's why you guys seen hashtag spring training on a lot of the stuff that we've been doing because it matters, but it doesn't. Right? In the big scheme of things, awesome. We took second in our first tournament. We didn't play very good baseball. We had moments of good baseball. What are we going to learn from the moments that we did well? What are we going to learn from the moments not so well, whether it was mindset related, physically related. We didn't play catch. We had our guys last night at our workout. We had to go through our daily routine. That's shadow ground balls, just going through mechanics. And we couldn't get through it. We had to do it three times. And then all of a sudden the room was quiet and feet were moving and we were getting gloves out in front instead of way back deep where we were basically letting a ball play us, right? But it took that coach saying, hey, you guys need to focus in. And that's our job sometimes, right? Sometimes they do go through the motions. Sometimes we do have to get them back in formation on like, hey, if you guys want to get better, here's how to get better. We need to have those wake up calls. It's no different than hopping in and out of the batter's box, hopping in and out of the cage as many times as you do. Don't waste ABs. We say that a lot, right? Last time AJ was on, that's what we talked about, I think. Don't waste ABs. Sometimes you're down 12 to 1, and you're still going to get two more at-bats that game. I'm sorry, but I'm not just going to go up there looking at baseballs. If I get a hittable pitch and we aren't close to the game, I'm probably going to swing. If we're down three or four runs and we have a chance, we might want to have a longer inning. I might take more pitches, but I'm not going to waste the at-bat. My takes are going to be good. I see far too many at-bats given away. If you're up big in a game, if you're down big in a game, it should be similar, right? We want to try and take our approach on the tee, our approach to soft toss, front toss, all the drills we do, live BP, traditional old school BP. You want it to start to feel 
as close to the same thing as possible. In my humble opinion, again, I'm just a guy talking, right? Um, just someone that has some experience in the in the air in this area that is less and more than some. But you can take it for what you will, right? Everything I say may not work for you. Some of it may. But I'm here for that, right? Hit with heart. Keep it locked to the C-Flock.